Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dreamers Together podcast, where we talk all things DACA, adjustment of status, advancement parole, and anything immigration related. Welcome back to another episode of the Dreamers Together podcast. Now today I want to go over RFEs with you guys, also known as Request for Evidence or Solicitud de Pruebas. Now I know applying for advanced parole is stressful enough on its own without having to add the chance of getting hit with an RFE. So what I wanted to do in today's episode was go over a few examples of people who got RFEs and what they submitted in order to get their approval. So I went on our Facebook group and I asked you guys, have you applied for AP and did you get hit with an RFE? And if yes, what did you have to submit in order for it to get approved? So I have a few examples and it looks like a lot of them are people who needed to submit extra evidence of being related to the person they're trying to go see. So for example, this person wanted to go visit their sick grandmother. Now in that case, she sent in her birth certificate, her mother's birth certificate to prove the relationship, but she still got hit with an RFE because it happens that sometimes they will lose your documents. So sometimes they will require for you to resubmit information you already sent in because they might have misplaced it. Now before I forget, do not send any of your original documents when you're submitting your AP, you guys, because you will not get those back. Always make sure you send in copies. So depending on the person you're going to go see, make sure you submit the correct information to prove that you guys are related. So if that's your grandma on your mama's side, make sure you submit their birth certificates. Make sure you submit your birth certificate and make sure they're all translated. Also, don't forget to add the dates that you want to go, as well as if you want multiple entries or not. So I have another example where the husband applied to go see his grandma and to visit a grave. So what happened in that case was that the doctor's note wasn't enough, so they had to resubmit a new one as well as new travel dates. Once they uploaded those things, they got an approval two days later. Having more than one reason can be a good thing when applying for advanced parole. Just make sure you don't add too many because then that gets a little bit confusing and that's a whole bunch of paperwork that you're having to submit on your end. And so we had a person who applied to go see their dad and to go see their grandpa's grave who passed away in 2014. So they got hit with an RFE and she responded with a doctor's letter with her dad's health conditions. He had diabetes and high blood pressure. And that was enough for her to get her advanced parole document approved. Now before we continue, I did want to let you guys know that we are now working with the Lawfully app. Now this app allows you to keep track of the status of any of your cases, no more having to log in to the USCIS website to keep checking. The app will automatically update you of any changes as they come. Make sure to use code D2G for $5 off when booking a consultation with a lawyer. The code will also give you additional points towards premium features. Now, if the only reason you can apply for advanced parole is to go visit someone's grave, what you can do if it's been a few years since they passed is you can have a misa for them or have a misa in their honor. Just have an invitation put together, um, have the priest or the padre sign it, date it, put the date of when it's going to be so that you can ask for those dates on your application. Y no se les olvide, cualquier documento que van a submitir tiene que ser trasladado a inglés. 
Eso significa certificados de muerte, birth certificates, doctor's notes. Everything needs to be translated to English. And if you want to translate your own documents, you're more than welcome to. Just make sure that anything that's in a different language gets translated to English. And at the end, you certify at the bottom that you are the one who did all the translations. Now, I know some people don't feel comfortable and would rather have someone else do it for them. Don't forget, you guys, we do have a translations team where you can send your documents to be translated. Our email is translations at dreamerstogether.org. Now, there is a small fee of $20 per document that you want translated through us. Um, so like I've mentioned before, we are working on a travel abroad program. And in order for us to get that up and running, we do need donations. And that's what this is going towards. So that we can give you guys more reasons to apply for advanced parole. We do offer expedited services as well, okay? So just remember that if you're in a hurry, let us know. Um, we can definitely help you with that. We can do up to one day expedite. So remember, when you first apply for advanced parole, any documentation that you send in has to be translated. So that goes for RFEs as well. If you get hit with an RFE requesting more information for new dates, a doctor's letter, a birth certificate, whatever the case may be, make sure that you send a copy of it as well as a copy of the translation so that they can accept those documents. And don't forget, we do offer consultations. So if you need any help, with your RFE, get with one of our girls and they'll help you one-on-one -on, -one on what exactly needs to be submitted and how to submit it for you to get that approval. Now, I don't know about you guys, but personally, I love doing everything electronically. So if I'm able to go into a website and upload everything I need to upload, that's absolutely perfect for me. So with your RFEs, yes, once you have all the documents that you need to send them, Access your USCIS account and go to the I-131 application and the option to upload documents should be there for you. Just go ahead and upload everything and submit. Honestly guys, RFE sounds scary and it sounds like it would just be a lot, but it's really not. From everything that I'm seeing, it's just a matter of getting all of your documentation correct and in order. And it's not like you have to wait all over again for them to review everything and then let you know if you're going to get approved or not because some people as soon as two days, five days, three days heard from them letting them know that they were approved, that they were going to get their advanced pro documents. And also if you go on our Facebook group, click on the little search bar and type in RFE, a bunch of examples are going to come up of people who've had RFEs and then you'll also be able to see some cover letter examples that you can use when it comes to submitting your information. Now RFEs don't have to be notarized, but it doesn't hurt. Also, if you're in places like New York, Texas, um, New Jersey, I would say go ahead and get it done because I know they're a lot stricter over there. So all in all, at the end of the day, if you do get hit with an RFE, do not freak out you guys. Take a deep breath or two, read the letter that they send you, it'll show you what you need to submit, make sure you get all your paperwork together, and then go to the myuscis.gov website and upload all your documents. If you need any help, don't forget that we have our Facebook group, we have Clubhouse, we have uh, TikToks, Lives, everything. You Plenty of places where you can go and ask for any help that you may need.
And after you submit everything and you get that approval, make sure you share it on the Facebook group so that we can all celebrate with you. That's all I have for you guys today. So thank you so much for hanging out with me and listening to me go on and on about RFEs. And before I go, I do want to remind you that we are still having that giveaway on Twitter. So go to Twitter, follow us, and then comment when was the last time you went to your home country. Make sure you share the post and then we're going to pick someone on the 19th to win $575 to cover the cost of their AP application. And don't forget to download the Lawfully app to keep track of any other cases you've recently submitted. And use code D2G for $5 off any consultation with a lawyer. Make sure to come back next Tuesday for another episode of the Dreamers Together podcast. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias. Tune in to our TikTok, Clubhouse, and even our Facebook lives to get any question you may have answered.